Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation is proud to present Philanthropy and Friends, the podcast that explores the positive impact of philanthropy and nonprofits in our communities. With your host, Jane Powell. Hi, my name is Jane Powell. Welcome to Community Connections, brought to you by the Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation. This is a show showcasing community involvement. I've got a great guest today. I want to introduce you to Amy Wolf, Executive Director of Man and Meal. Amy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jane. It's a pleasure to be here today. I am so happy to share what's happening at Man and Meal. I feel like you have worked hard for years, but this spring you've exploded. So tell me a little about Man and Meal. Manamil is a soup kitchen located in downtown Charleston. We've been in existence for 47 years. Wow. And during that time, we've never missed a meal. Not during the derecho, not during weather crisis, a water crisis, and of course the pandemic didn't stop us from, you know, serving our mission every day. That's really 47 years of nonstop service. The community is very thankful for that. So. You don't just serve meals. There's so much more to me in a meal. And that's what I want to talk about today. But let's first start with how it started and what the basic function is. You have a dining room. Yes. So 47 years ago, Reverend Jim Lewis, is our founding father, was walking out of St. John's where he was the rector at the time. And a man approached him that he was hungry. And Reverend Lewis literally brought him inside and made him a bowl of soup and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And from that encounter, the fabric of social services in Charleston was changed forever. Um, and we serve seven days a week. Like I previously said, we've never missed a meal during those 47 years. And you know, for us, we honor our history by preserving it. And so when the pandemic came along, it was like, okay, we're just gonna adjust and pivot because we have to continue this because people need us more than ever. So, like you said, we have a dining room in which people come in. We serve breakfast and lunch daily in the dining room. Mm -hmm. We started serving dinners during the pandemic two days a week. Oh, wow. And so we continue doing that to this day. So, that, so just serving. Okay, so we know when we have company and we're doing a little more than usual, that's grocery shopping, that's all the prep work that goes into it. Serving it, cleaning it up, that takes a lot of volunteers. Yes, and we're very fortunate. The community is so gracious to us with their time and their efforts, and we have an army of volunteers that really enjoy coming. You know, for us and the staff, it's, it's very exciting when we see them come in. They sort of become de facto family with us as well because, you know, we sort of say, we're, on the, we're in the trenches. This is, I mean, there's no other frontline service quite like what we provide. and. Being able to give back to your community is very meaningful for so many people that come through our doors. I know when I, when I have been in the kitchen, there's music playing, there's laughter, people are happy, and I think that carries forward to the service, um, that the clients you're serving feel that, and uh, it is a very respectful place. It's very important that when anyone comes to our doors for our service, that they're treated with dignity and respect because sometimes they don't get that everywhere, so it's very important to us. That, that's part of our culture, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I would want to be treated that way if I were in crisis or in need, and I'd want my family to certainly be treated that, that way, or any friend. It's human dignity 101, right? And right. so we really pride ourselves on providing that 
to individuals and you know sometimes we're all having a bad day and a smile and a kind word can really change the course of that direction of that day in that snippet of time anyway yeah it sure can so there's lunch and breakfast every day yes and then there's a food there's a I don't want to call it a food pantry, but uh, so we do uh, have we do have a food pantry on site right. as well, and that's open seven days a week. Which you know that's what kind of sets us apart in some ways is that we are there seven days a week, whereas other services they have limited hours, and we don't put a cap on how often someone can come if they are in need. Because You're I eat every day, right? Yes. <laughs> Right, and so right. I can't go to the store for, there's two of us, <laughs> my husband and I, I can't go to the store once a week or once every 14 days. Right. And, you know, we just have the ability to be able to do that. I'm not saying that other organizations that provide the service might not, they might just don't have the opportunity to do right. it. We're very thankful that we can provide that for our community. And so your dining room is um, part of or connected to St. John's Episcopal yes. Church. And that's downtown on Courier Street. Yes. Um, but you have started community outreach. Tell me a little bit. That is growing, and there's lots of lots of tentacles to it. Let's talk a little bit about that. So we started a mobile food pantry um, in 2021. Gosh, this time it's like since COVID, the years are just kind of like hamster wheels for me. I right. hope I'm not the only one. But um, there was a fire in downtown Charleston, and I remember thinking we're going to have to do something because. For one, Charleston is a food desert. Our capital city is, by definition, a food desert. Mm -hmm. And I knew that we were gonna have to do something, but when I heard a news reporter say, well, I guess the individuals that use the family dollar for the grocery store will have to Instacart things. And I was like, I don't think that's the reality of, these, of the people that it's serving. Right. And so we quickly reached out um, to some of our partners for manpower and started a mobile food pantry the next week. And we serve, we still continue to do that to this day. We do it twice a month. And we see anywhere from 300 to 350 people in an hour or less. Wow. Yeah. So a food pan, so this mobile unit, um, they get shopping bags full of food. Yes. So not only do we provide shelf staple, stable things such as, you know, rice, canned goods, pasta, sauces, stuff like that. But we also provide fresh produce. Sometimes it's from our community garden located in South Charleston at other, and then we have fresh, we have bread, fresh meat, chicken, beef. We provide eggs, dairy products, milk, cheese, um, and So such. they're getting basic food groups. Yes, yes. They're getting the protein, they're getting the dairy and the fresh vegetables, yeah. which is really important. Right. So you mentioned something that, um, that I never, I knew, but just didn't connect. When, I, when I'm able to donate and I have extra things, if I throw a can opener in the bag, that's helpful, isn't and it? It's very helpful to some, some people that are newly housed or some people that just don't have the means to get some of those things when they're really getting on their feet. So mm -hmm. things like the, the can openers, um, little Ziploc bags, we'll have people ask for coffee or cooking oil and so we will just sort of put out a charge on that on through our socials social media avenues mm -hmm. and people are very generous to us yeah um I, I'm so not little sure. things that you don't think about that you we probably have on hand right. but when you're starting over or if you're newly moved you're like oh I have to go buy all those things it adds up yes very quickly it sure does so um there's the dining room 
there's a mobile pantry, and you have something new that I just think is so exciting for the community, and I'm so happy for Manameal. Thank um, you. We're very excited. So we, thankfully, through the City of Charleston, through the American Rescue Fund Act, we um, were graciously awarded enough money to purchase a brand new 22-foot food truck. And it is wow. fully equipped. It is like the state of an art commercial kitchen, and mm -hmm. we can prepare anything in there. Um, and we're taking it to underserved areas in the city mm -hmm. that we know people can't get to our main location because it's a, it's a walk, you know? I mean, you have to think, am I gonna use bus fare or am I gonna walk? And then I could have that money for something else. It's like when you're having to make all of those juggles, mm -hmm. we like to be able to fill in the gap and be a safety net. So this food truck is gonna enable us to reach so many more people. And it's, a, it's gonna be a community effort as well, very mm -hmm. collaborative effort, because at Manimil, we really believe that we strengthen our community by working with our partners. And so, you know, we'll be, the, someone from the CARES team, the city's CARES office will be there at different times. HealthRight will be there do, during, doing testing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the Ryan White program has reached out about coming out and doing testing with nice. us. And so we really want to be part of the solution in making our community come back stronger mm -hmm. from COVID because, you know, COVID, we might not be in the throes of it quite like we were three years ago, but the effects of it, we are all certainly still feeling. I mean, you know, the world is a different place now. I think there are changes, yes. Yeah, and I don't, some of those changes have been for the good and some you just have to adapt to. But to be able to help people should never not be part of the, pro, the, part of the solution. Right. Um, it's all wonderful, but I have a, a love of gardening, yeah. that's something for me. And you mentioned a community garden, which um, is great because you're able to get fresh produce yeah. that way. And it's I know you have lots of partners that donate food to you, but I love that you're, you have, I love that you have a garden. Yeah. <laughs> so the garden has been in its current location for 10 years now, and um, they put a lot of work into it because it was, it's built on a rock quarry, so they have to they had to keep building it up because of the springs underneath. But it's such a nice location, and the gardeners are very dedicated. I mean, they are like they don't want me down there because they know I'm going to pull something that I shouldn't. Like I'm only allowed to go when they're like weeding it, and that's it. Like I'm never allowed down when it's anything but pulling weeds. Um, but they do a lovely job and it provides us with thousands of pounds of produce mm -hmm. that we use to supplement in our kitchen or our food pantry or the mobile food pantry or the mobile kitchen or the food truck. You know, it's just we utilize everything that comes through our doors to the mm -hmm. best of our ability. But it's so lovely when you see all this fresh organic produce come through and then know that we're giving back right. to the community that way. Yeah, I just think that's really great. Um, and so we talked a little bit about people that you do use hundreds of volunteers. What if I want to volunteer? How does that work? You can go to our website and sign up. It's at manameal.org. It's also linked on our Facebook page. And we recently just switched to a new program that literally it shows you the spots that we have available. You can plug it in. You sign the waiver online. You'll get a text message saying, we're confirming that you're coming and then we'll send one the day before as well, confirming. Yeah, and I'm guessing that if maybe um, if I have a, perhaps I'm a teacher or I know my schedule is free for a month or so, that I can have that much time to give you. I can't give you a day all year long, 
but I can come for a few weeks. Yes. You'll take me, won't yes, you? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. I mean, the generosity mm -hmm. of our community, like I've said, mm -hmm. is just, it's always so heartwarming. Mm -hmm. And even on my worst days, I go home and I'm like, gosh, we live in such a great community of doers and givers to help others to make our community and our state a stronger place. And um, Amy, you mentioned to me how things are changing and we are past COVID, but the need is still great. Um, and you gave me an example of a gentleman that his, his benefits had changed drastically. So I think all social services are very important. And we have to remember people are trying, but they just need a little additional help. Right. I always look at it as a hand up and right. not a hand out because people have had, you know, like you said, drastic changes. I mean, mm -hmm. this particular person, their, as of March 1st, SNAP benefits went back pre-COVID amounts. So mm -hmm. it went from $288 down to $42 a month. Now that's mm -hmm. a single person, but I could not supplement, I don't think, my grocery bill with $42. It would be very difficult to do. I challenge anyone to try mm -hmm. and that's where we come in as that lifeline to be able to help have people make meetings so they're not say, do I take my rent money and not pay off my rent? Do I not get all my medication or do I not make a car payment? Like, right. you know, we want people to be as self-sufficient as possible. And that's where we like to think that we can bridge a gap. Well, and I think you're doing it. I think you're doing it with the dining room. Uh, I think you're doing it with the, the mobile pantry and the food truck and then the emergency pantry. You're making a difference. And I'm so glad that Nana Meal is here and that you're part of it. And, and I can't wait to see how it grows. Thank you. We're, we're really excited. It's a very exciting time, a lot of growth. And, mm -hmm. you know, we're just fortunate to be able to, to step up and help our community. Yeah. So if people want to donate uh, time or money or uh, pantry items, they can do that. Uh, I'm sure they can stop by St. John's Episcopal Church or the website is manameal.org. And I believe we have a phone number on screen that they can call. And I guess you'll take it any way you can get yes. it. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for being here today. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. This has been Community Connections brought to you by the Greater Canal Valley Foundation. We'll see you next time. For more info on the Greater Canal Valley Foundation, visit us online at tgkvf.org.